Hello, everybody. Welcome to Perspective. Today we have Trey Rembert, and I'm so excited to have him on today. I'm so excited to hear more about his philosophy, how he goes on with his daily life. I'm just excited to hear it, and I'm excited to share it with you guys. I'm going to pass the mic to Trey, and I'm going to let him tell us a little bit about himself. Hello, everyone. Um, so like you said, my name is Trey. Just a little bit about me is I started my journey, um, my spiritual journey, I say roughly, well, I started back in 2015, but I would say I totally surrendered um, 2018, where me personally, I got a saying where I say surrender control and allow everything to freely flow. I started to really come into union with myself, my higher self, just started channeling and just allowed everything to just come to me just naturally. So you kind of went into a state of acceptance. After you did that, do you do you feel that life got a little bit easier for you? I'm going to say this life definitely got a little bit more challenging and the reason why i would say that is due to the fact of once you surrender control and you freely allow everything to really just come to you you start realizing that there's things that happen in life you know maybe before you came into this awareness you did some things that you know really wasn't in alignment with who you are and so therefore you have to face that and also you have to just really face yourself um, my, my dad used to always tell me this. Sometimes you got to get in the mirror and look at yourself. And that's the hardest thing to do. Because a lot of times where it's easy to just point the finger at everyone else instead of face exactly, you know, what is the things that you cause? Because everything really stems back to yourself. Everything is a reflection of you. Exactly. And so once you really understand that, it just get ready for the roller coaster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Kind of like life is always a roller coaster, but once you tap into that self-awareness, you're aware of that roller coaster. I like what you said is, I mean, for example, if we look at judgment, uh, one of the things that I used to struggle with is I used to judge other people, but then I entered my spiritual journey, my spiritual awakening, whatever you want to call it. And then I realized every single time I judge somebody else, I'm actually reflecting how I feel inside. I'm projecting my insecurities onto other people. And it's called insecurities for a reason. It's what's within that you don't feel secure about. And um, then you start to realize that everything that everybody else does is also not personal. That's so true. <laughs> like how you said, I really just want to clarify when I said challenging. Um, I wouldn't say that it's really just challenging, but it's like how you said, you're becoming aware of the roller coaster. And once you become aware of that roller coaster, it's up, it's up for you to decide which side of the, you know, which side of the fence you're going to stay on. Yes. It's like this, once you destruct the falsehood of the reality that you thought was so solid and, and real before your eyes, once you destruct that falsehood, it kind of, it's, it's a, I, I guess I'll use the word overwhelming uh, to always be so extremely aware. And then it's the importance of the awareness of your awareness and the awareness of that awareness and it just keeps on going <laughs> would you say that your spiritual journey is a continuous learning process yes it's definitely a continuous learning process i like to say whenever you're not learning you're becoming very stagnant mm -hmm. and that's when that stagnation takes place and that's when the roller coaster really takes place because you know where you're supposed to be but yet you're feeling like you're still stuck in this position but little do you know because of your awareness, you're able to maneuver your own roller coaster. 
and just it's up for you to really create the life that you desire once you become aware you start realizing oh shit i'm the main character of my own movie <laughs> and they're exactly. the main character of their movie the, it's almost like you surrender control but at the same time you have a certain amount of control over the way that you're going to perceive these things once you're becoming that you know that fam director you're able to create certain things within your life and even with those people that we feel like oh this person right here really don't mean me no good this person right here is really toxic or however you like to say it at the same time you got to understand like how you said they're really the star of their movie and everyone is trying to learn their way yeah once i really came to that acknowledgement that understanding it made it easier to you know deal with family friends co-workers everyone just because i understand myself and by me being able to understand myself i'm able to understand someone else mm -hmm. you're able to empathize with them and the, exactly. the level of self-awareness that they may have have you ever heard of spiritual ego yes yes yeah <laughs> kind of you know, i think the definition to that would be when you judge other people you think that someone else is below you due to their level of self-awareness so that's one thing that I kind of dealt with a little, you know, starting my spiritual path. You got other people that's on the spiritual path. And I started to see where um, some people would, would look at certain people beneath them just because they're not as aware, as if there's like a level to this awareness. So, yes, I definitely dealt with that. But I strongly feel like, you know, the more that you really become aware of yourself, you really don't look at people beneath you because you understand that we are all connected. My platform is called the Golden Empire, where dreams become reality. And I stand on three principles. The first principle is rich in spirit. The second principle is the art of transformation. Now I'm gonna break down these principles that I get through. And then the third principle is family. So with that first principle, the first thing that we have to do whenever we start this spiritual journey is really become rich within. A lot of us wanna manifest, you know, all these things on the outside of us, but how can you manifest anything if you don't have it within you first? And so that moves into the second principle, which is the art of transformation. Now that I have became rich in spirit, now it's time for me to transform my life. But not only my life, as I transform my life, guess what? The people that's around me are going to be transformed because they're going to see. You see, a lot of times we want to speak something and tell someone, hey, only if you do this, only if you do that. But why don't you allow them to see you? You don't even have to speak on anything. If you just live your life accordingly, I promise you everything's going to match up. Then that moves into our third principle, which is family. And when I talk about family, I'm not only talking about, you know, your personal family, um, the family that you was born with, but also your soul family, but also the family that's within you. You have two legs, two eyes, a nose. You have all these different parts within the body. They move accordingly. And once you take that principle and apply that with everything that's around you, you start being able to really develop that family with everyone else because you understand that I am love love is within me and love is completely around me so therefore i will operate out of love yes you actually also talk about how freedom is a state of mind and so i know that that possibly ties into all of that and i just kind of want to hear more from you about that so with freedom being a state of mind a lot of times what we do is we kind of allow this head of ours to really lock us down because of the thoughts that we think but if we understand that we are spiritual beings, we understand that, you know, we can move freely within this world. And so therefore, we don't have to put any chains upon us. I wrote this poem like a long time ago that says, it's like caged birds set yourself free. A lot of us are caged in our own reality, which we create in our mind. And so therefore, we reflect that on the outside. 
And so you can walk up to someone, they can say something to you that triggers you because of something in something in the past. But little do you know, that's your state of mind. If you just free that, you'll be able to really understand where that person right there is coming from and just have sympathy and really create that sacred space with that person to the point where not only are you uplifted, but guess what? That person around you, they're uplifted as well. Exactly. Because everything is energy. Mm -hmm. That takes a lot of self-discipline. How do you strengthen you in particular? How do you strengthen your self-discipline? If I say something, really do what I say. Honoring myself before anyone. In the morning time, I say, hey, I want to work out. I want to wake up every morning at 5.55 and work out. So if I say I want to do that, then guess what I need to do? I need to accomplish that. And so it's really just setting little steps. I like to say life is like a marathon and we're really walking this marathon every day. So of course you may get upset. You may not want to do something, but as long as you get the job done. So it's really just you just honoring yourself and saying, hey, I'm going to do this. No matter what, no matter what life throws at me, because life is going to throw ups and downs, but no matter what, I'm going to do it. Knowing your worth. Yep. What was, let's say someone comes up to you, Trey, and they're like, hey man, I have no idea where the heck to start. I love myself, but I want to love myself more. I don't know how to value my own worth. What would you tell them? So the first thing we're going to really talk about, because, you know, I do have a mentorship program. Um, and it's a spiritual mentorship program. And the first thing, the first thing that I do when I sit down with someone is I ask them, what do you stand for in life? What are the three things that you stand for? Once we uncover those three things, now we start applying that within your life. And then also, I just kind of get a feel for, you say that you love yourself, but you're saying, hey, I need to love myself more. Let's really look at the perspective. Let's really see your perspective. Because to be honest, if you're saying this, the only thing you have to do is just go on and apply it. How to become self-aware is looking at self. And if you say, hey, I want to do this, then okay, now let's go on and start putting together a plan of action going and accomplish that. A lot of people are stuck on their past, okay? A lot of people have trouble letting go of their past. And so what ends up happening is the past takes over your present. And the and it, it's really hard um, because the present is really the only moment that exists for you. The past becomes a memory. The future hasn't really happened yet. How would you say that someone could tap into the present moment so first thing first, um, the one thing that I did was acknowledge my past. A lot of times what we try to do is we try to put band-aids over things. You got to think as a child, we was told, we was taught, oh, if I get a cut on my knee, mom, I need a band-aid. Let's patch it up with a band-aid. So a lot of times what we do is we take that same concept and just patch things up with band-aids. Until you really sit there and feel that, feel exactly like what's going on, you're unable to really tap into the present moment because regardless if you say hey I want to be here in this moment I want to share this space with you if I'm not completely over what happened in my mind it's going to constantly you know be a repetitive process of me replaying out what could have happened what could have you know what it could have should have so the first thing you have to do is really forgive yourself forgive whatever happened and then from there now let's learn from what happened and once we learn from what just transpired, now let's go on and apply that into this present moment. Yeah. And so with that, and so with that being said, it's like just taking like small steps, not really worrying about what's to come and not really worrying about what happened. Because at the end of the day, your future and your past is made where in this present moment. And so if you keep that in the back of your mind, okay, my future and my past is being made right now. 
what's the legacy I want to leave behind and also what's something I want to come to me. Mm -hmm. That's beautiful. The first thing that I say always, I will say it like I'm a broken record, is that our mind can be reprogrammed. But what, what ends up happening is that actually from ages one to seven, you're in the state of hypnosis. What people don't realize is a lot of things that happen in your childhood are happening right now, but in your hands. And all of those reactions and those trauma responses are on autopilot in your subconscious mind. Your responses and your reactions could be sabotaging you. Before you focus on the present moment, you can't run away from the past because the past happened and you have to feel it. Otherwise, it's going to become stagnant energy. We don't want that stagnant energy. It's only going to hold us back. We want to feel it. But once you're able to really be in that present moment, how would you say that your process of manifestation looks like? So my process of manifestation, the first thing is you have to feel it. And you have to feel it in your soul. One of the things I do with my manifestation is I incorporate um, meditation into it. So whenever I'm trying to manifest something, first thing first, I want to feel it. And so what I do is I plant the seed in my root chakra. So therefore, I, you know, I'm in a I'm in a meditational state. And whatever I want, I go in there and bring it all the way down to my root chakra and I plant that seed. Therefore, I'm grounded in that. And once you become grounded in something, it has to do what? Go up. Just like the tree. If you look at a tree, you know, it's planted in Mother Earth. It rises up. And so I plant that seed in my root chakra. Now I bring that seed up to my sacral, which is my creativity. So now I'm in that creative state with whatever I'm trying to manifest. I'm in that creative state. Then I bring it up into my solar places. In my solar place, that's when I feel the power. I feel like, hey, I can have it right now. The sun is beaming down on it. Then I bring it into my heart. And you know, the heart, that's the center of everything. And that's when I feel it. And I know that, hey, I have this. It's already within me. That's when you want to bring it up to the throat chakra. And that's when you really deal speak it into existence right then and there. You just start speaking it like, hey, I got this. I am this. You know, I am this powerful speaker. I am whatever you're trying to do. The power of the, the, power of the tongue is very powerful. And then the next thing I do, I bring it up to my third eye and I actually visualize it. So you have to visualize. You have to see it right then and there. And then the next thing I do, I bring it up to my crown chakra. And once I feel like I brought it up to my crown chakra, I can actually feel like those branches starting to come out. So just like the tree, it's like your body is the base of the tree. And once it reached up to the crown, that's when the branches start coming out. And now I just kind of sit there in that space under that shade where it's like, hey, it's me and my manifestation. And in that moment right there, I know it's here for me. Dude, I love that. I have never heard it explained like that. What would you say to someone that's getting into meditation, has never meditated before, but is getting into meditation and they don't know necessarily where to start or how to visualize? So I would say look into guided meditations to kind of walk you through that process. And to be honest, um, I would say it's not really something that you can really just tell someone how to do it because meditation is really you like you create that so i can't necessarily tell you how to do it but what i will say is allow someone to guide you through it and the more and more that you really practice that you know someone guiding you through that meditation and you start building it up where hey i feel comfortable with me guiding myself through a meditation because one thing i'm really big on is allowing people to really kind of just feel their way through things you know i can tell you oh you can do x y and z but until you actually know it it's like words 
just words are being said. I like that. I'm not going to lie and say, oh, every time I meditate, I get into this deep meditative state. Uh, there are times where it's a little bit harder to get into that meditative state, but that's where also self-discipline comes in. Once you become aware of your breath, your breath is the only thing that hasn't changed or given up on you since birth. It continues to keep you alive. I think it's so essential to become aware of your breath. I remember asking myself, when was the last time I actually sat there and consciously took a breath or 10 breaths, you know, or was aware of my breath? For me, what helped me with meditation, because initially I, I was having trouble with that self-discipline, finding that discipline to just sit down, be like, okay, I'm going to meditate for five, 10 minutes, 30 minutes. But what really helped me was looking at everything as a meditation process. For example, I'm brushing my teeth. I'm so aware of my five senses while I'm brushing my teeth. What do I see, taste, smell, hear, feel? I'm aware of the fact that and this was this this is when it got so insane when my my initial journey of becoming self-aware was like whoa i'm brushing bones <laughs> and like, you know it just gets so deep it's moments where i've caught myself getting out of alignment and out of this high vibrational state that i tried to realize okay what am i doing what am i feeling right now i'm eating a sandwich let me eat this sandwich like i am on a deserted island and i have never eaten food and this was just dropped from the sky for me and that helped me become tapped into the present moment that helped me really find discipline when I am actually sitting down and meditating. I just think it's so cool to hear your process and to hear how you do it because everybody does it a different way, but I think that we can all learn from each other. And I think that's the point, the purpose of us having these unique realities and perceived realities. Like you and I can be in the same car or in the same room and we will be experiencing completely different perceived realities. Just being able to tap into each other's and share that is so unique. And so I am definitely very grateful. What is something that you would tell someone going through a really hard time right now, like a piece of advice? The main thing I would say is do every dark night. And to be honest, the darkest part of the night is right before the sunrise. And so if you ever feel yourself it's getting overbearing i want you to really just think about the last time you went through just a dark time think about what came out of that i always remember when you're at that darkest part in your life it's right before your blessing some things may have to fall some things may have to crumble <laughs> it's definitely going to be hard but as long as you keep your eyes on the prize and know exactly that i'm going to get through this because you're definitely going to get through it always remember that no matter how bad it may seem right now it's definitely going to get better allow yourself to cry a lot of tears to fall even allow yourself to smile through it because it's definitely going to get better you don't truly know how much you're capable of until you fall and get back up exactly and there's always different perspectives even in your perceived reality if you're going through that dark night and you're experiencing your shadow self or you're experiencing a really hard time, even when it's raining, the plants are getting watered. And so you could either cry with the rain or dance with the rain, but either one is okay as long as you're expressing yourself. The analogy you just made with the rain, phenomenal. <laughs> phenomenal. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> phenomenal. Oh. 
Thank you. <laughs> seriously, though, I seriously I appreciate so much of what you're saying, and I am so beyond grateful to be able to have this experience to be able to connect with you and just hear more about your philosophy and how you live your life um it's inspiring truly it is inspiring what's one question that i didn't ask you that you would ask yourself mm, that's a great question that is a great question because i'm not gonna lie you asked a lot of great questions thank you i would say the one question that i would ask would be in this present moment where are you at how do you feel just because um I like really creating that intimate. You know, a lot of times we want to be on this high horse where it's like, hey, you know, it's spiritual, you know, taking this spiritual path is so amazing. It's so this, but sometimes it's not. So just, it just where's your headspace at right now? Just really just creating that intimate, that intimate one where we can really get vulnerable with each other. Where are you at right now in this present moment? Um, I would say spiritually, I'm at a eight. Um, Physically, I'm at a I'm at an eight, and mentally, I'm at an eight right now. I would definitely say I'm kind of in a great space. Um, it is certain things that I do want to manifest to change, but overall, I would say, you know, I'm doing I'm, I'm okay. I'm definitely definitely good. <laughs> so you, you, I'm I'm doing good. Um, I think right now, in this present moment. Well, first of all, I'm enjoying the heck out of this conversation. I've realized that happiness is not a constant state of being. And before I used to be extremely hard on myself uh, when I was experiencing my shadow self. But now it's kind of appreciating the fact that darkness and light, they coexist. One can't exist without the other. And um, without my shadow self, I wouldn't be able to emulate the light that I emulate. And so, um, I guess that's a little bit about how I'm feeling in this present moment. Yes, that's definitely a battle right there. Just understanding that, you know, darkness and light definitely coexist. Mm -hmm. They definitely coexist. And um, it's all about striking that balance. Yeah. You can't have one without the other. You definitely exactly. can't have one without the other. <laughs> I just want to say again, I know I've said it before during this podcast, but I'm so appreciative of you sharing your light, sharing your perspective. Uh, perspective's all about sharing as many perspectives and stories as we can, because um, we're, you know, we are individuals, but as a collective is how we're going to make a change. And the more people that, that come together and try to make a change together or share their stories, share their perspectives, their experiences, then the bigger the change. So um, I appreciate you a lot. First thing first, I want to say I thank you so much. And um, I'm definitely so appreciative just for you just even reaching out to me to be a part of your podcast. Like, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. And it's, it's so crazy because this is something I've been thinking about trying to get into, get into. And a lot of people been kind of hitting me up. And it just, I just found it so funny how when I was like, you know, I started thinking like, you know, yes, I can't, I can do this. I could do this. And then next day I know you hit me up. Mm -hmm. And so I just feel like it's just, I don't know, it's just the power of spirit, just oh, how things just work. And um, I want to thank you so much just for even allowing me to, you know, be a part of this amazing show. The fact that you wanted to do a podcast and then a lot of people have been hitting you up and then I hit you up for this. Uh, the universe puts things in your experience to show you 
your potential and to show you what you're aligning with. And so I say I 110% will support that podcast and I would love to be a guest when you do open it up. And I'm going to say when because I really think you should. So it's just, it's amazing. It's amazing how the universe works and everything flows together. I'm glad that I was able to even be that source of showing you but that's all you you're the one that's aligning with this stuff and i'm excited to see what you can bring on your podcast on your platform and i know that everyone here if they've listened this far they're definitely appreciative of your of your perspective as well and i'm sure they'll be supporting i appreciate you being here trey i appreciate you for real thank you so much just for even thinking of me my god thank you and you definitely will be the first one that's gonna be on the podcast with you so hey. <laughs> good i like that how can everyone find you you can find me on instagram at rembert 27 i just started my business page i think it's golden empire 58 on instagram as well and on tiktok you can find me at golden empire 58 I'm definitely going to be posting more of my motivational videos. Um, I have a motivational speech that I have already prepared that I'm definitely going to be putting out there. So yeah, you can definitely follow me on those platforms. Thank you guys so much for tuning into this week's episode of Perspective. I am so grateful that Trey gave us his perspective. I enjoyed this conversation so, so much. It was very enlightening. I hope you guys enjoyed it too, and I hope to see you guys next week on Perspective.